welcome to We Got a Podcast, a podcast about Dragon Ball from A to Z, from Earth to Namek to Sadala, we cover it all. My name is Randy. And I'm Doug. We're the new, scrappy, and powerful up-and-coming podcast giving you what you need, nerds talking about fights and goofs in, in the Dragon Ball universe. How you doing, man? I'm doing great, man. How about you? I'm doing pretty swell, especially since we just, I was going to say, got out of a movie as if movie theaters are a thing that we can do, especially for Stepped what we just did. one. Yeah, exactly. But uh, we just finished watching a movie. And I am glad we did. Me too. I mean, especially because we're going to talk about it this episode and it would have been a bad idea to not do that beforehand. Mm-hmm. So uh, feeling pretty good coming out of watching a Dragon Ball movie, which is kind of how I always feel. It's always a good Are time. You? Uh, this movie was a drag, man. What? Uh, is that sarcasm? No, we should just Oof. get into it, man. This this movie, I did not like this movie at all. Okay, well then, we're just going to jump straight into our main topic, which is us talking about and reviewing, and I guess, crapping on Dragon Ball Movie 2, Sleeping Princess and Devil's Castle. So, I'm, I'm, I'm sad, but I gotta, I gotta power through some <laughs> of this stuff. So, so everybody knows, this movie originally came out July 18th, 1987. Uh, we were two episodes deep into the Uranai Baba arc. Just right after the Red Ribbon Army stuff, so you know we're, oh, we're already deep into Dragon Ball. Then, oh yeah, we are. This <laughs> we're already like past Red Ribbon and all that stuff, right? Right, yeah. So we are pretty deep into the series, getting our second theatrical film. Yep. So they're definitely like, okay, we have we have the audience. We don't need to make a good movie anymore. Let's just shit out, man. Devil's <laughs> Castle. You just came out of this. Just <laughs> came out of the gate ready. I want to like... talk about how. <laughs> unsatisfied i am with this stupid movie well first then i gotta know how many times have you seen this movie how what's your relationship to might be my second or third and now i understand why it was only my second or third time because the first time was enough so this is my second time actually sitting through and watching the whole thing as far as i can remember we've we've only seen it once each yeah and i first watched it one two years ago Mm -hmm. so it's still somewhat recently yeah, it's still relatively new to me. I can't recall if I saw it in English or Japanese. It might have been in English still. Hmm. Well, uh, we can at least let people know kind of what happens in the movie and a little, little what <laughs> is you, happening. I have no idea what happened in this movie, so maybe you can tell me. <laughs> sure. Uh, so what uh, supposedly happened is this movie is kind of a direct sequel to the first one, which is, you know, our that relationship. That is cool. Yeah. That is cool how the movies are kind of, they have their own story. Yeah. Instead of, like, I'm more familiar with the Dragon Ball Z movies, which is always just, we're going to drop you in a point wherever we are in the story, and here's some fights, and... It's uh, vaguely in the same timeline, or like the same, you know, yeah, timeline as the wherever, canon series. Yeah, wherever they are in the series versus this, where... Like we said, we'd be starting the Uranai Baba arc, but this one is just like, well, how did the first one end? We finished off Gurume, and uh, Goku went off to have adventures, and it opens up with him on Kintoun going out to go find Muten Roshi. Roshi. Yeah, to go do some training, which is, you know, our second I was, second I was hopeful at that part. I was like, yes, this is, I can see a good story coming out of this. Right. So uh, he heads on out. Finds Roshi. Uh, hey, I want to train. And oops, guess who else shows up and wants to train? Who's it's... that strange guy out there in the water? <laughs> who does so many flips getting from the <laughs> boat to the island. <laughs> it's uh, it's Kudadin or Krillin. You know, whatever. You go however you want to go. No shame here. It could be hard to say Kudadin a lot. Especially as, an Eng- as an English speaker, speaker, it's hard to say. It is very hard, but I'm going to try. <laughs> but I might give up. <laughs> you do you, man. I'm going to say Krillin. That's just how we say it here. 
That's fine. Uh, like I said, no judge. So we've got our little bald brat who shows up, uh, offers Roshi some porn. Uh, that is nice price, as it says in the corner of the <laughs> magazine. It was nice price. Uh, yeah. Oh, you were looking at the words? I wasn't looking at the words. Uh, well, there's a reason for that, Doug. <laughs> 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 spoiler alert i'm not entirely straight uh so uh and uh so yeah roshi gets that and he's like well this is rad but i want you to bring me the real thing a real peachy peachy gal so <laughs> goku mistakenly like oh a, a bitchy bitchy gal <laughs> yeah. oh goku already being problematic right i mean he doesn't know he doesn't know how to hear <laughs> or say bunkin. words he grew up on a mountain alone after his grandpa croaked. How does he even know bitchy bitchy gal is? <laughs> Maybe he's heard somebody else say it before. I don't know. Just one day of hanging out with Bald Money is already crossing lines. I would think it's more Oolong who's really being the bad influence here. That's that's true, yeah. Anyway, so the girl he wants is this kind of mythical figure, the sleeping princess that is in the devil's castle. So... Sends him out to go find the lady and bring which, her back to him. Which, should say, is a very much higher standard than in the canon series where he's just like, bring me any hot girl. I just right. want a, a, a nice looking girl. Now he's like, no, give me this specific sleeping princess mm-hmm. fabled to live thousands of years or whatever. Exactly. But I guess he has, a, he has a motive behind it because he's sending them out to go get her without Goku and Krillin using, you know, any means of transportation other than their own bodies. So it's like a training exercise for them. Right, exactly. So no Kinto-un, you can't do any tricks like that. You gotta swim, you gotta run. Mm-hmm. Sometimes some people cheat, like riding in a, on a bus or... Riding on, on a... Yeah, he's like riding in a train and then <laughs> riding on buffaloes. Krillin's right. such a badass cheater. Yeah, but he gets Krillin... So, see, I even switched you got, back. You already gave up, yep. Uh, yep, it did not take me long. <laughs> uh... He kind of grows complacent. Is like, yeah, I've got this figured out. And then Goku shows up and like, nope, I'm just gonna tear ass across a whole field. Yeah, I'm gonna beat you there. That Goku uh, magic. He just just shows up. Like, hey, what's up? Took you long enough. Lot, with lots of screaming. There's the the distant <laughs> screaming of him catching up. It's so great. Cracks me up every single time. So good. Such a legend. So uh, then we finally make it to uh, Spooky Land. Uh, to try and find <laughs> I've been her. playing a lot of uh, Hades recently, and it sort of reminded me a lot of like oh. the second stage in that game, where it's just all dark and red and all that kind of stuff. But that's as far as the aesthetic goes, really, don't you think? Yeah, pretty much. It is all just like dark and some reds, and just supposed to be very gloomy and things like that. Oh, I should also say, I forgot to say, the very opening shots where it's like this weird like horror movie vibe that's going on. Yeah, it's kind of is- cool. It's super rad, and you know, it gives me... I, I wrote flashback, but really, chronologically, it'd be a forward flash uh, <laughs> to the... It's got the same sort of styling, the animation style of um, Kami telling the story of uh, him competing against Garlic Sr. for uh, oh, yeah, the role of Kami right. in DBZ Movie 1, which I'm like, oh, this is so cool! That's a cool aesthetic that they that they that they use, but yeah, yeah they didn't use it too well here. Speaking of animation, it this, set the tone. But yes, go ahead, go ahead, talk the about animation, that animation. Yeah, because I hated the way this movie looked. Not hated, but it wasn't as good after seeing movie one and how beautiful that entire movie looked animation wise. This one just looks like a typical Dragon Ball episode, which you know still looks fine, but it just didn't have that movie charm that movie one had, where you know they went all out and did their best to make it look great. This just right. looks like another 
generic Dragon Ball episode. If it, it could have been a filler episode that was just like an hour long or however long this movie was. Right. I think it's like 45 minutes. Par for the course for yeah. uh, Shueisha Shonen Jump movies at the time. Yeah. I, it's nothing to, you know, to write home about. It's all right. Like there's no really bad or, you know, bad drawings. They don't have really terrible. Right animation but it's nothing great it is kind of like on par with an okay tv episode yeah you can tell they like you know cut corners by just like flipping like what is what is how you say like just the the mirroring shots and then right people when characters move they didn't move fluidly like it's just like three um three key shots and then Mm -hmm. you know not even that many in betweens but yeah i mean going that sort of cheap way then i feel like it also cut back a bit on some some nice fight choreography that we had in that first movie because it's you know well yeah there's no good fight choreography in this movie at all no which is kind of a bummer i mean there's a lot of really cool stuff i mean it well it wasn't animated you know very smoothly and stuff i really kind of enjoyed the the look of everything of uh when goku and krillin are riding on uh the flying cloud kinto un i just want to always try and <laughs> keep it like descriptive for people who are just jumping in <laughs> who don't know what kinto un is right i mean yeah a lot of people don't i'm still doing like a mental like check in my head like at the force myself to, to say kinto un it's, okay. you know, it's not our natural language but right it is also just like a tough thing for english speakers i think to to go with yeah. that sort of sound one like one part to the next but anyway they're flying around and just like you mean krillin's on goku's back who's yes. then riding on kinton while they're like you know fighting off the um the uh the monster, monster dude right uh which i've looked it up apparently the big red demon thing that uh actually gives them a, a some tough time is named yeah like the, the main bad minion yeah his name is gaster which I never caught that, so... What is that a pun on? Uh, probably like a ghast, like a ghost. Oh, oh okay. Yep, there it is, the clever mm-hmm. puns. Yep, they always show up. That's a clever pun compared to the main bad guy's pun. It's not even a pun, it's just Lucifer, isn't it? Yeah, it is straight up Lucifer. <laughs> 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 Which, you know, I guess if you're not too into the judeo-christian stuff uh you might not be like oh that's just a rad name <laughs> uh so I was a s- vampire yeah well he looks like it he's definitely yeah. a very suave guy with a very well-dressed outfit i do have to say though everything in his castle except bulma's bedroom is just so spooky and i'm curious yeah what is this dude's interior decorator thinking? It's all wet and dark and full of creepy monster statues. <laughs> you just sent the one decorator to the one room. Like, just make this one room look nice. He got thirsty and was like, well, now I'm going to eat you because I want your blood. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> their contract was cut short. Yeah. Um, thankfully, though, at least Bulma is kind of an idiot and got tricked into everything being spooky and be like, oh, it's it's for a costume party. Yeah, it's just, it's just fake. Yeah, you guys are just really good at making costumes. Yep. She always falls for a pretty face. I mean, I can't blame her. <laughs> I mean, yeah, Lucifer is drop dead gorgeous. No, I mean, like me as a straight man, as I a straight man, fall for a pretty face too. Yes. Yeah, so oh, okay, that's fair. I think yeah. we are all humans that are exactly. It's our internal human flaw. But I mean, Lucifer as a as a villain, what do you think about him? Because I didn't really care for him. I'm gonna say something, and it might be controversial. It, might be it a is a podcast. A you can say whatever you want. Okay, well, this is going on the internet, so it's going to be out there forever. <laughs> we need more villains fighting with sunglasses on. I mean, it's basically <laughs> Lucifer and the metal dude from uh, Muscle Tower, and that's uh-huh. it, right? Is that all there the is? Terminator guy. Yep, who's <laughs> just Arnie. Uh, <laughs> like, man, why didn't, like, 17 get some rad glasses? Oh, yeah, you mentioned 16 with the uh, sunglasses? 
Ooh, that would be good. That's awesome. Roshi gets some rad sunglasses in like the end of Z GT, and I'm like, hey, those are nice. Did you like those? Those are so tacky. <laughs> <laughs> what can I say? I grew up in the 90s. <laughs> I guess so. I mean, even these sunglasses were kind of boring to me. They're just black sunglasses. I mean, yeah, they are boring if sunglasses. If he had some aviators on, that'd be some badass shit. At least he's wearing them. Nobody else is brave enough to try. <laughs> he, the guy's he only at least... wore them because he was looking into the the crystal, which, spoiler alert, is actually the Sleeping Princess. Right, the Sleeping Princess is not a person. I was waiting for this like beautiful, hot woman to appear. All right. my expectations were raised because of Master Roshi saying it, and yeah. it's a crystal. Also, this, we are two for two for Dragon Ball movies that uh, revolve around jewel-based plots. I was going to say, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what is Toei is being very transparent with their like greed. Like, this is just all about money and the, all about these jewels. <laughs> well, the jewel, they're not... I mean, yes, Lunch wants to steal it for to make money. Yes, but Lunch makes an appearance in this movie, too. Like, this exactly. is her, her grand entrance. Right. And we get her in both of her glories of both. But she's in it. They cut to her for like a second in the first five minutes and then never again until the last five minutes of the movie. <laughs> so you completely forget that she's even in this movie. And she just pops in just to grab the jewel, run out and sneeze. That's why, you know, so that way you can be surprised. <laughs> I guess so. Also, another thing I wanted to bring up, there are so many guns in this movie. And I'm I'm just saying, <laughs> yeah. like, is there no other way to be a threat to Goku at this point? Like, we have Gaster and Lucifer, but, like, everybody else is like, I've got a machine gun or a bazooka. You'd think being a monster would be enough to be threatening, but no, the monsters right. are wearing, like, these humongous bullets across their body with huge guns. But they've got all these claws, they got teeth, you know, nah. they got, some of them got wings. There's a little tiny pink Dragon Quest monster. Oh, uh, yeah, it's a little tiny pink Dragon Quest monster that totally, like, looks out of place. Even <laughs> though it looks like a Dragon Quest monster, which is still made by Akira Toriyama. Right. It's, yeah, it's, it's cute, though. It is super cute, and it's always, like, biting on his leg or whatever, like, I'm gonna try to stop. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. It's so cute. It pays and, off in the end, where he actually does bite his tail, and, like, right. oh, that's actually Goku's weakness. He got him right in the spot. God, such a good payoff. That is a good payoff, yeah. I good like thinking. that. Oh, so good. I'm trying to look through my notes here. What other things? That's fine, because the movie didn't have... I, I don't... What happened to the jewel? Like, what was Lucifer's... Like, what did he want to do with the jewel? He like, Well, don't you remember the best line of the whole damn movie, which is, This is the end of the sun! This is the want... end of the sun. Or I'm he like, oh, using... he, must have, he must have been to Texas recently. <laughs> Ooh. Uh, he was charging the sleeping princess with moon power to moon charge power. a cannon to blow up the sun. Cause... Is that what he was... Oh, because he, he's a vampire. Cause... He doesn't like sunlight. Mm-hmm. And Balma's like, we can't enjoy the beach now because you're going to get rid of the sun. I'm like, exactly. that's the least of your worries, Balma. You're probably not going to exist without the sun. There's little problems like that. But, yeah. you know, tanning, tanning is gone too, so maybe that's your priority. Right. That was her priority after the fact that uh, he was trying to steal her blood and asking her, how old are you? Which is yeah, red well, flag, Bulma. Just gotta always watch out for that. <laughs> She's like, I'm a delicious 16-year-old. I'm like, you're not helping your case. Uh, no. Just... <laughs> Girl, chill. No. (laughs) (laughs) Her thirst is real, too. I mean, Lucifer wasn't the only thirsty one. Even though she has Yamcha right there. uh, Who does disguise (laughs) himself. a new haircut. Yeah, very cute haircut. And then he disguises himself with Poir to uh, as a monster to try to sneak in, which... Like, Poir transforms into, like, the monster, but just the monster's head, which then Yamcha wears on his head. Which, (laughs) Which, I mean, works. Right, yeah. Also, Yamcha has a really great monster voice. I just really appreciate. <laughs> yeah. Toru Furia. 
I got it. I was like, I, I met him too, and I, I forgot his name nope. already. <laughs> but yeah, I was like, whatever. He like does a weird thing with his voice, just the monster, yeah. which is just Yamcha just trying to sound intimidating, and it's. It great. was clever. Like I, they sh- I think I feel like they should have done more with that though, with Oolong and Poir transforming into monsters. But they didn't really. They just used it to sneak in, but they didn't show you know them struggling to fit in or whatever. That would have been funny to see them kind of like struggling to fit in. Right, like if they could have learned about the sleeping princess and like, we gotta save Bulma, but also let's check this out. And they're like, maybe if they're skulking around the hideout and they could run into some monsters. Yeah. I mean, that could have been good. Potential. Potential was there, but just wasn't used. Right, yeah, exactly. Uh, But, uh, so let's talk a bit more about Lucifer, since, you know, when they actually start the fight there. Uh, Dude can fire key blasts, which is... Oh, yeah, he had some, like, red energy balls, like... Super Android 13 had in that in that movie. Right. Yeah, which like that definitely puts him up a notch in um difficulty and threat than Pilaf was cuz this is yeah. very much like a retelling of the the Pilaf section of or the first any arc. enemy really that we've had in the series up until you and I bought where they're at Una Baiba, right where they're there's no one really using key blasts in such a way like right. so it, casually. Yeah, Jackie Chun was like the only other person cuz you know, he had Yeah, but to, I mean he wasn't Threatening world a, domination or blowing up the sun. I mean, he did no. blow up the moon, but that was a gag. But, you know, <laughs> he was, fine. he did have that capability to use against Goku, and Goku is our lead boy, so. Because I feel like, what do you, what do you feel like, um, because I'm thinking there wasn't a real, a real bad guy until, like, Tao Pai Pai, Piccolo. Really, right, really, someone that like, actually posed a big threat. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Tao Pai Pai, definitely. General Blue also a bad guy to watch out for. Yeah, but there really wasn't anything as outlandish. So to see, like, the villain now using Key Blast that looked deadly. Right. I mean, keep in mind, this also came out, you know, after the Red Ribbon stuff. So they're, right. it's taking place after... Uh, Maybe that's you know, where the they got all the movie. guns from, was after the Red Ribbon Army. It's just... <laughs> It's on sale. It's like yeah. <laughs> an estate sale. Ah, oh, just here's eight billion just guns lying around now. Let's just attach them to monsters, right? Oh, another thing we didn't really talk about is uh, Goku and, and Krillin's rivalry throughout this movie. Where yeah. right, right away he's you know stepping on Goku's head and trying to cheat Tripping his way. Him over. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's good. Just show how much of a little dick that guy can be. <laughs> yeah. But In then, the beginning. yeah. But then, like immediately when they're when shits hit the fan and they're being attacked by monsters and they need to get away, Goku's like, "Here, just grab onto me. We're gonna fly in Kintoon. You can ride on my back. I got you. It's fine. I saved yeah. you from falling." It's like, oh. Oh, such a sweetie pie. Just a yeah. pure sweetie. You could, you could tell, you know, they're just regular kids and they're just, right. they want to be friends. Exactly. And then, it, you know, you can tell they're friends by the end because they do um, synchronized friendship poses <laughs> while fighting against Lucifer. <laughs> <laughs> Somehow, without any prior training together. Like, they train, I'm sure, separately, but... Different moving, schools. Yeah, they're, but in this movie, they're moving in sync and doing everything so rhythmly. Right. Know. Well, you know, if it doesn't you and make much I, sense, but it's it's cool to look at. Yeah, if you and I were in a back alley fight, I'm pretty sure I think we would do synchronized we friendship pose poses with the same exact way to fight the same guys. We would because of friendship, because <laughs> we're so like sis, uh, like humanly linked. What's that movie with those giant robots that the Americans made that are? It's kind of like Neon Genesis Evangelion, but <laughs> Pacific Rim. The yeah, Specific Rim. That yeah, like you know, they need two people in one robot. Right. You gotta be You're drift saying that compatible. Would be us. That'd be you and me. I fucking love Pacific Rim, man. I love it except for the human parts. If if it just got rid of the human parts, the bad acting and just focus on the robot fights, yes, oh, ten out of ten. Man, 
Oof. You get you're throwing out some takes. You're making are me we question things here and all our movie tastes. You've got yeah. You're like oh, Pacific Rim's got some bad acting. And then earlier, before off the record, you're like, I can't really get into Avatar. And I'm like, whoa, <laughs> it's so kiddie. It's too kiddie. I know it's we a good just show. watched. A I know movie. it's a good show. We just watched a movie intended for eight year olds. All right. I know. That should tell you how much I didn't enjoy Avatar. Okay. I don't want you to be attacked too much <laughs> online. For Say goodbye you. to my Twitter. Right? Yeah, exactly. Cancel <laughs> Doug. Doug. Hashtag cancel Doug. <laughs> <laughs> Start it. I know it's a good show. I just need to like push through, but it just for me, it feels like a slog. Let's watch it together. I feel like we'll do that. Maybe, maybe then. Yeah. Also, I love that show and I'll help. I'll guide you. Everyone I does. Be... That's why I know that I'm missing something. I'm just right. miss. I'm not in the right mood. Maybe I'm cranky. I didn't have dinner yet. Maybe something like that happened. I don't know. <laughs> you gotta have some good snacks and just enjoy it. That's right. Ah, uh, what else about this movie, man? We got a big ass Kamehameha that saves the day. Shocker! That never happens. That did not look good. That that was the cincher for me. I'm like, yes, I'm confirmed that this movie does not look as good as the first movie. Yep, we don't have any rad camera angles for it, and it's just no, no, just like even the motion of him doing it, just. It felt so stiff and everything. And he also did not get buff when he shoot. Oh. <laughs> He'll never get buff when you shoot, man. <laughs> Which I will be sad about every time. But then <laughs> Lucifer gets blasted to hell with moon power. When... That's where I, that's when the movie lost me. I'm just like, what did he got blasted with? Okay, so Goku blasts the machine encasing the jewel, which looks like the thing, the spaceship out of like Alien uh, One and Two. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like we're like uh, the huge alien or the huge like uh, what's the what's the movie? The prequel that came out like uh, thirty Prometheus. years later. Yes, we're Prometheus. We're like the huge Prometheus looking guy is sitting in a chair. Mm-hmm. It looked like that thing, which is super odd. Yeah. Which is probably just a coincidence, because that Prometheus obviously came out <laughs> years after that. But yeah, it just looked... So Goku shot that thing, which then fell. But yeah. then that Goku's beam powered up the crystal, I think. Which then I mean, he was already into Lucifer. Lucifer had already, like, clicked the button to fire and end the sun. And then Goku's Kamehameha knocked it over. And then, of course, it happened to be pointing at Lucifer, who then... Oh, is that what was happening? Yeah. And then everything okay. kind of imploded, and they need to get the fuck out of there. I was already checked out by then for this Clearly. movie, man. Yeah. <laughs> we even rewound it to watch it again. We like, did. What happened? I was like, I'm, I'm like, I need to see what happened again. And my, I just, my eyes just rolled back again as soon as... <laughs> oh. Well, I mean, you know, that's good. We can't all just, like, love it everything that dragon yeah, like, throws our way we got to be able to criticize what we get because i was afraid that i only enjoyed the first one out of a biased love of dragon ball but i, I feel better knowing that no this is what actual trash looks like so yeah. i did enjoy movie one so if you had to if you if you give a letter grade to the first movie and then a letter grade to the second one i want to see a, how a far letter apart. grade yeah you know like movie one <laughs> is an a or a minus or why B did plus. you choose dragon ball <laughs> Like the because obvious choice to go to rate it or one to ten. I'm gonna I, give this movie. I'm gonna give this movie a Q. A Q. I. You know what I meant. It like A B C D F. You can't be like Q or is it so bad that it's Q? It's def- okay, it's definitely. I'll give it a C because it's not. It's like average. It's no Bio Broly. It's no Bio Broly. <laughs> I can't wait to see that movie again because I, I haven't seen that in a while and maybe it's better than I remember. I think it's got some good parts. Uh, yeah. Cancel Randy. Hashtag cancel Randy. <laughs> Bio Broly has some good parts. 
You just you just like seeing Broly naked in a t- in a healing tube or whatever. Look, whatever clone what my, tube. What my fetishes are are none of your fucking business, Doug. <laughs> he wears weird fur underwear on like the disc art for that in the Does steel he? books. Yeah, because they like use the picture of him in the tube, but they're like, well, we can't show his butt, so we gave yeah. him weird fur underwear. Wow. Which maybe that's also a kink I've developed. The American box cover, or even the Japanese yeah, one. Yeah, the the steel book releases that Funimation did in like uh, 2007, okay, so it's a American edit. Yes, but it is what it yeah. is, and I can't ever not think about him in furry underwear <laughs> thanks to that shot. Something awakened in you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah well <laughs> uh, what can i say yeah that's how i feel well do you have anything else to say about the movie or should we move on uh no i just i don't see myself seeing it again anytime soon there's nothing that really stuck out as a great moment i think there's a well, lot of cute parts well what I about mean, you what, what do you what do you grade it what letter do you give it i don't think i'm as i don't think i'm from, from a, a to z, z. from from, <laughs> from earth <laughs> Dynamic to the dollar. <laughs> Don't turn it around on me like that. <laughs> I just did. If I had to give it a letter grade from A to F without an <laughs> E, because I don't know, uh, I'd probably also give it like a C minus. I yeah. mean, in terms of Dragon Ball movies, it's all right. There's you so can tell of... it's just like a cash grab. Like they know they have an audience who will see this movie. Just right. Give me, I... give me any script, and we'll just call it a day. I do give them props for going ahead and, like, making it a sequel to the previous movie and not just, like, a tie-in for whatever is currently happening in the TV series or the but manga. But still, I think, I feel calling it a sequel is still kind of a stretch, though. I mean, he just, like, he just flies off in the first movie, right? And then it is when he just flies in and then goes to Roshi. It's not. Well, how do most arcs in Dragon Ball end, Doug? Like that. But, I mean, it's not like a sequel. Like, it's not in the, a sequel will be like it's uh, in the middle of something. And then, like, they're they're fighting Piccolo, but Piccolo doesn't die. And then the next movie, it's like, oh, they're still fighting Piccolo. Like, that's a sequel. Do they still they fight just... the same bad guys in the second Indiana Jones movie after the first one? I don't know. I saw one of them. Okay, good. I'm not the only one. I've only seen the first one and Kingdom of Crystal Skull. I'm sorry. <laughs> Between that and Avatar, I'm lost the time. I don't Ooh. know what I'm doing. Man, we're losing all sorts of credibility here. <laughs> Oof. Um, I'm going to say it has some uh, good parts and lots of cuteness, but um, probably also not one that I would revisit too often either. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. But any, any reason it. to see lunch again is, is okay by me. She's the best right. girl. Well, we'll see her in another movie. I'm sure she's in the third one, if I remember correctly. I don't. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think she is. Yeah. She's already Master Roshi's slave. Uh, that's right. Problematic. Yeah. What it. <laughs> it's so weird. That even in the series proper, it's just that relationship is so weird. Yep, you live with me now because you're helpless until you sneeze, and then you... she has nowhere to go. So that kind of works out. But what did right? Master she think was going to happen if he found a girl like, oh, she's cute now, live with me? What was she doing before this? I mean, obviously she was, you know, a I criminal. imagine she's like a on, she's, she's on the hunt by the police because you know crime. Yeah, but when she sneezes, she's like, oh, I guess I'll go back to work. Or, oh, my husband, where'd he go? (laughs) You think she has a whole life somewhere before this? Right, and it's a tragedy, (laughs) and now she's just a slave to an old... Actually, it is kind of nice if you think that she's actually been lost. When she's she's like purple-haired lunch, she's just lost in the world. She has no idea where she is, and she knows she's been doing bad stuff. So that by the time someone like takes her in, even though it is Master Roshi in a creepy way, (laughs) at least she has a home... Yeah, at least she has a home. Yeah, well, that is and a she good only sticks around for at. like what five years? What's the time skip from when Goku to the twenty third Budokai? To when, when she 
has to chase down Tension Han. Yeah, and she leaves for that. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a couple of years, I guess. Yeah. Oh, well. Well, we're going to take a quick break and then we're going to come back and we're going to do some more junk, look some trivia and listen to what uh, some other people had to say about movie two. Sounds good. We're back. We've got some more stuff to do. So, Doug, do you want to hear what somebody else had to say about Dragon Ball Movie 2? Yeah, please. I want to know if I'm the only one that feels this way or not. <laughs> sure. So, uh, Ashley from Twitter says, One thing I like about this movie is it more seamlessly explains how Krillin goes from being a little shit, basically, to Goku's <laughs> best friend. In the manga, it's just off screen and we assume they bonded over training. Yeah, oh. I mean, here they... They both kind of go through hell trying to find this goddamn yeah, peachy, peachy find this place. Which well, we don't know if they even got directions to the place. Master Roshi's just like, oh, it's south. Yeah, go south. <laughs> no map, no compass. And they eventually find it, I guess. I mean, it does stick out. It's a huge, like, devil hand. Right. Yeah, it's very spooky. So it's like, well, <laughs> yeah, this does look like Devil's Castle. There's not even, yeah. like, a sign. It's just, that's the fucking, like, that's the fucking creepiest place I've ever seen. That's probably it. <laughs> that must be it. Yeah. But no, yeah, actually makes a point where, a good point where it's just, yeah, there is a friendship that you can see bonded in that this as opposed to the series proper. Exactly. Friendship poses, and that's what you need. Friendship poses. I really thought Krillin was going to be like a nice guy, like differently. Because in the intro, he's like, uh, hey, um, since this is a competition, if you're in danger, I, I can't turn back for you. Whereas it's a different sentiment than just saying like, you know, I won't. He's kind of like, you know, I, I can't because it's a competition. So, okay. But then he immediately trips Goku as the race star. She's like, oh, <laughs> no, he's still a little shit. his face into the sand. Yeah. He's this little shit we know and love. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, it is kind of nice that we we start the movie in one place with these two characters and, and end it in another one, which is a thing that, you know, future Dragon Ball movies don't really do. There's no character progression for anybody. It's just kind of like... Yeah. I mean, they've already been well established. There's no new... Except for Vegeta, there's no really newcomers. Right. And even then, when Vegeta shows up in movies, it's always like, well, no, I will be the one to defeat Kakarot. Yeah. And then he gets his shit Vegeta's kicked in. Vegeta's the and... same thing over and over again. <laughs> I can't yep. let Goku die. I have to kill him. So I'm going to save him by being in this movie. Yep. That's how it goes. <laughs> until, until Goku gets strong enough to do it himself. Yeah. So, you know, yeah, we didn't really care for the movie, but there's some redemptive parts. You know, it's not all just yeah. a, a trash train. <laughs> yeah, them competing. Well, no, I mean, I guess they had that in the series proper, but yeah, it's just it's shown differently and a lot quicker. Right. Yeah. Since it's all contained in one film, it kind of works better as a story of these two meeting and becoming friends. Good times, I guess. But uh, Doug, do you think you were ready for some random Dragon Ball trivia? <laughs> I, I never am. I mean, okay. I always am. <laughs> well, at least you're always a good sport about it, and you're going to try <laughs> your darndest. Um, and I do want to extend this out to you, that uh, at any point, if you want to come up with trivia to try to stump me for the show, I welcome it. Oh, I've got trivia questions. Dude, write them down. I'm saving them for my for my YouTube videos, though. I'm going to have you on as a guest one of these one of these days. Ooh, cross-promotion, yeah. synergy. Yeah. Check out my YouTube channel, Jabaz Doug. <laughs> I already have one quiz show with with my friend who like's never seen a single episode of the show, and I try and make her guess like who Yamcha is basically, and <laughs> it's just a good time. I think I can answer that question, but also plugs are for the end of the show, dude. <laughs> this is trivia time. That's right. That's right. Give me that trivia. Okay, this one I'm gonna tell you up front. You're not supposed to guess, but 
if you do, it'll be incredible. Um, oh, I'm not supposed to know it. You're not supposed to know this. This was, but it's just fun. It's a fun way to introduce some some trivia. Let me have so, it. Nachi Nozawa, the Japanese voice actor who played Lucifer in movie two, also portrays a hugely iconic anime protagonist in a pilot film, but did not return to voice that character in any further media. Who did Nachi Nozawa play? What? <laughs> <laughs> You lost me as soon as you said Nachi Nozawa. Which I'm was like, the first two words. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, wait, did he did he mispronounce Masako? Is he <laughs> is Nichi okay. a nickname that I don't know about? So now that does, you know does that she it, have a sister? It, it is a different a man? person. It is I'm a like, man. <laughs> so I'm gonna try it again. Nachi Nozawa, the Japanese voice actor. You don't who have to try Lucifer. again. My answer is what? It's gonna be the same thing. I don't know what you're saying. <laughs> Good, because I wrote it in such a way that really there's no hints there. Um okay, I'll give you a hint. <laughs> Plus my knowledge of like eighties anime is not very well. Well, fun fact, it's even earlier than the eighties. Wow. Uh so there's a hint. Earlier in the eighties, also it involves a thief. Thief like Lupin? Bing 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 bing! You got <gasps> it! Who, who did he voice? Lupin the Third. <laughs> he voiced the he voiced the actual Lupin. What? That's cool. There, there is a pilot film made for the series. It's the first adaptation of the manga to an animated form, and the guy who plays Lucifer played Lupin in there. And then when they made a TV oh. series and for, uh, further movies, it is not him. So. Right. Right, not him. Yeah, so we never even got to hear that Lupin voice. No, and I don't think that pilot film has ever been released in the U.S. You just so. give me questions of like, no one's ever heard of this, but <laughs> do you but know who this is? We all get to learn something cool. <laughs> Isn't that rad? <laughs> kind of, if I cared about Lucifer in this movie, but well, I too don't. bad because we've got another trivia question around Lucifer. <laughs> <laughs> well, all right, let me have it. All right, cool. This one is a true or false, so you got a fifty-fifty chance. I got this. Lucifer and his followers are Majin. True or false? No, yeah, that's true, because Majin just means, like, demon. You are correct. So, you might be thinking, but wait, does that mean, like, he's related to, like, Majin Buu, who shows up later? I'm not. I've been watching Dragon Ball for way too long to know that mistake. Uh, Exactly. But uh, how Majin is written for Majin Buu, it is written with the kanji for demon human, but specifically for Lucifer... And Gaster and things like that. Uh, it is written with the kanji for demon god rather than oh, demon human. Said neat. the same way, different meaning in there. So Yeah, it's it's kind of like weird how... I mean, I guess they had to use Majin in Majin Buu. Mm-hmm. But that name, that, that name kind of just stuck when Majin just really means like magic man or magical something. Magical demon. Mm-hmm. So it's just like his name really could just be Demon Buu. Right. And then Majin Vegeta could just, just be like magic man Vegeta. Right. I remember I remember uh, Mike from Kanzachi Podcast saying that. That'd be like the funniest rendition of that <laughs> that character. Magic Man <laughs> Vegeta. Yeah, which would be great. Um and also I learned all this information from Kanzenshu.com and their tidbits guide. So <laughs> <laughs> Yep. That's where it's gotta be from. Exactly. Yeah, as, soon as, as soon as I heard the characters say like where Master Roshi's saying, Oh, it's up in this like devil castle, but I hear him say Majin, I'm like, Oh yeah, I clicked again. Like, yeah, that's right. Yep. We're so used to hearing Majin for Majin Buu, but it really doesn't it's not a name. So you're right. You got your yes. your one for two. One out of two. Well, actually, you guessed the other one because I gave you one hint and you're like, boom, loop on the third. So oh, you know you what? Gave me. I just had to guess old famous thievery. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, you have to pay attention. You haven't seen Avatar, so who knows what you do and don't know. I'm an enigma. Yeah, just a total mystery. But <laughs> you know what isn't a mystery, Doug? What's that? That this is the end of our episode. Oh, no. Spoiler. 
I know, but we've got to come to it at some point. So it's time to do the closing stuff. And to oh, thank. I had fun. Well, good. Me too. It was fun. If we did, a, you know, it's even been though the night. movie was horrible, it was still fun watching with you and ripping on it. Yeah, that's what it's all about. Dragon Ball is all about friends and <laughs> uh, fighting uh vampires in the night yeah that's what i think when i think of dragon ball exactly so i want to thank everybody for listening we're going to keep this train running and are excited to hear anything you had to throw our way uh you can tweet at us at we got a pod you can email us at we got a pod at gmail.com let us know yeah, thank you ashley for the question yeah thank you for you know giving us your thoughts on movie two um definitely send us your thoughts on things give us you know topic suggestions we want to talk about what you want to hear that's what it's all about. It's I want to know how other people feel about this movie, too. You should watch this movie again and with 2020 mind and see what you feel about it. Right. Yeah. Let us know. We'd love to hear it. Um, another thing I'd like you to do with uh, those tweets and those emails is I would like you to join me in pressuring Doug to read and catch up on the super manga because... We got to talk about breakfast cereal. And I know that makes no <laughs> sense to you, Doug, but that's because that's you're not freaking caught up and we just had a new chapter a few is days the, ago is that the goat man that turns nope. into a planet that's the that was last arc man we got a new arc now is we're all about the, breakfast cereal is that is that bardock in a mask nope that is heroes this is entirely <laughs> different don't guess what you're gonna be happening wrong with dragon ball well <laughs> if you read you know there were simpler times when it was just vampires <laughs> when it was just vampires <laughs> <laughs> come on man catch up by this time next month so we can talk about the new chapter when it comes out all right i don't promise you but uh i i in, in the heart of my cards i feel it <laughs> well good but i will get this mission done i'm sure you will i have faith in you <laughs> i'll give you romance whatever it takes for you I'll to give you romance <laughs> such a great song <laughs> you know what else it was is nice great hearing song? that at the end of it it was all worth it just to hear that song at the end of the movie Oh, yeah, absolutely. It's always a treat to hear that song. And you know what else is great music? It's You're the Kakarot theme. You're killing it with these segues, aren't you? <laughs> I am. The Kakarot theme. Lo-fi <laughs> hip-hop trap remix from Rifty Beats, who let us use it for this show. Thank you, Rifty. Thank you. You Randy, make... where, where can the people find you? Well, they can find me on Twitter and everywhere at Saber underscore Breaker. How about you? They can find me at your best, Doug, on YouTube and on Twitter. Hell yeah. Thanks to sponsors who sponsored this episode. Uh, thank you for your meager few cents. It uh, feels great. <laughs> I might have to spend some money from a tax return and like get some new microphones and shit and make this even better than it ever has. Yeah. Yeah. New stuff. New toys are always good. Hell yeah. So yeah, that's the end of our show. Please subscribe to the show. Tell your friends. Post a review. It super helps us out. And, you know, give us a shout. Let us know what you want to hear. We want to do what you want to do. And we got a podcast. We got a podcast. And that's a wrap. Hell yeah. Later. See ya. See ya.